by Clyde's Bonnie Banks As I sadly did wonder Amidst the pit heaps as the evening drew nigh it, um, it may come as no surprise to many of you to hear that I love folk music <laughs> and therefore my children are often exposed to folk music playing in the house. And the other night my middle daughter and I were sitting down to play You Know and some folk music was playing and the song was telling the story, the story of a young man taking a young woman for a walk. And Indigo, who is 11, turned to me and said, this doesn't sound like it's going to end well. And I thought about that, I thought about that when I opened the front page of the newspaper on Friday and saw the faces of the four women who were murdered in Victoria by their partners. I thought about the words of my 11-year-old girl child a lot. The mythologist Martin Shaw tells an old Northern European story called The Lindworm. It's the tale about an unhappy kingdom. The king and the queen want a child, but no child will come. An old wise woman tells the queen what she must do to conceive. She must breathe her desires into a glass and place it on the ground. And from that ground, two flowers will grow, one red, one white. Now the queen must eat the white flower, but under no circumstances must she eat the red one. And then she will bear a healthy child. Of course, the Queen is unable to resist eating the red flower too, despite all the warnings. We know how the story goes, and the King and the Queen agree to tell no one of the transgression, and the Queen duly falls pregnant. But at the birth, something terrible happens. The Queen gives birth to a black serpent, which is immediately caught and flung out in horror through the window and into the forest. And people act as if nothing has happened and the serpent is quickly followed by the birth of a healthy baby boy. But when the boy becomes a man, he meets his serpent brother again in the wood and the huge black snake comes back into the kingdom and wrecks terrible damage. It's a strange and disturbing story and if it contains a lesson, it is, suggests Martin, that what you exile it will come back to bite you. Three times as big and twice as angry as before. What you push away, in other words, will eventually return and you will have to deal with the consequences. In today's reading, St Paul talks to us all of being one body made up of many parts and of how we're all joined and, and knit together, every ligament entwined. And we hate this, don't we? As a world, we hate this idea that we are all interconnected and that all of this, all of this is us. And so we are so often exiling the other, the refugee, the part of ourselves that we just really don't feel that comfortable with, that, you know, rageful part or the jealous part or the anxious or the, I, I, I just don't know what came over me this morning part. I mean, I really don't. I just, I just saw her and I, I snapped and I don't know. I mean, that wasn't like me at all, really. Who was it like then? Out, 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 we say to all that terrifies us and we fling it into the forest of our psyche and we just pray that it will go away. My Clyde's bonny banks Where I sadly did wander
mother for women murdered by their partners and so we say Vale, Vale Samantha 38, Karen 47, Joy 60, Snezna 26, we say Vale. And then we ask, what darkness is this that slivers up from inside the statistically male perpetrator? Oh, I just don't know what overcame me, you know? I mean, I, 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 I didn't mean it to happen. She just, she just pushed me and she pushed me and she wouldn't listen and she, she wouldn't do as she was told. So I was just, I was just trying to make her shut up. Just, you know, I... In the story of the Lindworm, a child is born and that child is darkness and it is flung out. But actually, you know what? In the history of the world, no child has ever been born who is in and of themselves ontologically evil. They may have been born from evil, but they themselves, they're just a baby. Hushabai baby, cuckoo. Hush a bye, baby. Shh. So what has happened? And what is continuing to happen that these little babies are growing into young men who turn to the women that they love, or maybe just the woman on the street, and say, I'm going to kill you. What is going on? Writer... Paul Kingsnorth from the Dark Mountain Project tells us that most of the world's great religions and philosophies, art forms, even political systems and ideologies were initiated by marginal figures and that there is a reason for this. Sometimes you have to go to the edges to get some perspective on the turmoil at the heart of things. In the old stories, people from the edges of things bring back ideas and understandings from the forest. They bring them back into the kingdom. These are ideas that the kingdom could not generate by itself. St Paul tells us that we are all interconnected and the comfort of this image can sometimes also be its trap. For if we are not brave enough to reach out beyond the body, body of self, body of society, body of how we define God or masculinity, or then how, how can we possibly know what it is that we need to heal and to grow? So for the Christians amongst us, what would it be like to stand on the edge of ourselves as a 2,000 year old story and really get some perspective on our fraying kingdom, which to be fair to those who have been pioneers on the progressive edges of our faith is exactly what they have been doing. And because of their brave work, we are now acknowledging First Peoples as sovereign, we're marrying people of the same gender, we're ordaining women and on and on and on. But we must not forget that none of this, this transformation just happened. People were flung out of the body or they left in disgust. And then they came back and they said, look, look, this is the darkness. And look here, here is the light. Choose. And for the humans among us, what would it be like to stand on the edges of our society in order to look at the turmoil that is at the heart of this violence against women, which, to be fair, is exactly what so many women and men have been doing for a long, long time, and which our own state government is seriously trying to do, and to say, look, 
look at this darkness that is within so many and let's not just throw these perpetrators away throw them away throw them away throw away the key but let's start digging let's start digging in the dirt of this wound and work out what is going so horribly wrong in today's reading St Paul tells us that it's time to grow up we can no longer be children tossed to and fro, blown about by every wind. We need to face the truth of our darkness and we need to own it and we need to do something about it. And the song was telling the story of a young man taking a young woman for a walk and Indigo, who is 11, turned to me and said, well, this doesn't sound like it's going to end well. Paul also tells us that through the Holy Spirit, Jesus gave us gifts. Some would be apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, some to equip the saints to build up the body, the body in which we are all interconnected. We have what we need to change the ending of this song. We have everything we need. So let's get it done.